You're on the Clarity Call. I'm Kimberly. And I'm Alicia. And this is episode 154, Emotional Independence. Welcome to the Clarity Call, a podcast dedicated to providing useful information and guidance to those seeking encouragement and support while navigating the challenges of caring for a loved one with special needs. We are sisters living in Texas and passionately advocating for the special needs community. Between us, we have 16 children, six of whom have a medically complex diagnosis or are considered special needs. Join us on a journey of mindful awareness that is sure to help you gain an enlightening perspective to help you embrace, create, and live a life you love. Here Here we go. Okay, here we are. Another week, another topic that is very um, important in our lives as far as when we're doing self-reflection and considering who we want to be and how we want to show up in life. And so we decided that emotional independence was especially appropriate for Independence Day. So happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. We're going to teach you all about how we can become more independent. Emotionally independent for sure because that's really where where it all begins. So we'll let Alicia jump in with our reality check. Yeah when you sent me this it's interesting because I was just like wow this was my therapy session this week in learning how to continue my journey of being independent versus more codependent. Right. And uh, as, as we were reading this little part, we I was kind of trying to um, equate emotional independence with how I'm trying to release the codependent person. And, you know, then we ask ourselves, well, how did we get to this place, right? How mm. do we become so, like, depend, you know, create this non-independence? And, and this was a really great definition. This is maybe you abandon your inner world because you were concentrating too much on the outer stuff or outer world. This is material objects, people, circumstances, and primary needs. Suddenly, all that was inside started to affect what was outside and the balance was lost. And we talk a lot and I talk a lot with my therapist about this balance that it says. And as we know, when you become a mom, that's kind of like your first like level of identity crisis like wait who am I kind of lose feeling like you're maybe losing some of that but then when you step into even more like being a people pleaser wanting to help wanting to you know be everything to everyone in your world you kind of start creating this this codependency or this you know losing yourself and not being so independent and especially when you're dealing with special needs or children who then become super dependent on you for life. Right. And it just gets, can get really throw that balance off so much and you do end up lost. And I have been very lost for a long time to that point where I'm like, who am I? Like, I don't even know. I was reading something the other day about that whole idea of like, you completely have that wake up one morning and be like, wait, I don't even remember who I was after having all the children, all the life, all the spouse, all the all the things that go on, and then you're like, where is she? I've got to right. dig really deep. I'm in this huge, super, super deep rabbit hole and um, trying to get out. So as we're trying to, to go about this, understanding that 
um, emotional independence, it's a it's an ongoing, you know, and they, they equate codependency as kind of an addiction, as a real addiction. Right. It can become that way. Yeah. And I found myself in therapy yesterday sitting there saying, like, I'm back to square one again. Hmm. Like, I, I engaged in this moment of believing that that I could do something, you know, create a, a circumstance that would would change the, you know, outcome or whatever. And you find yourself back into that, allowing yourself to be, uh, you know, hurt, harmed, your character gets challenged and destroyed, like all those things that you end up back there right. at the basis. Now, because I have the tools that I have, I think I can climb out a little quicker mm-hmm. than I was before. But it's really, really important to do that mindful work and to just be cognizant every day of this emotional independence that we are striving so much for. Right. So as we jump into this topic, I'm going to define for you what emotional dependence is first so that you can see what you connect with before we try and use, you know, some ideas to get to independence. So emotional dependence is a state of mind, which we have all experienced at some point. It's when your mind is full of uncertainty, you're indecisive, Other people manipulate you and affect you in some way. It's usually negative, right? And you let everyone treat you the way that they want, that um, the way that they want, which makes you feel vulnerable, dependent, weak, and confused. And that was totally me. Yeah. That in that conversation, in that circumstance, and you do you go back there so quickly? Yeah. So what we want to do today is take you through some ways that you can overcome some of that dependence and work on emotional independence. So number one would be to accept yourself. And that's kind of, I feel like what Alicia was saying was first you have to even know who you are outside of everything that you've invested in externally. Right. Like you have to go in to yourself. You have to accept yourself. So you have to stop denying who you are and who you were currently based on, you know, like we said, the external things that you've been putting more value in than yourself. Um, and it's nice to have a great desire to improve yourself and become the new you, but first you have to get to know who you that are. person is. Yep. Hello. Hi, this is yeah. my name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Reintroduce yourself because yeah. you're not going to know, you know, yeah. it's so, it's so hard. Yeah. Like what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Like make a list you know, just pull out, ask the question, who am I? And then write, you know, where am I weak? Where am I strong? What do I like? What do I not like? How do I want to impact the world? How do I want to show up in every circumstance of my life? Right? Yeah. And once you, yeah, once you identify some of those things, it keeps you in a safety zone where you're like, yeah, can't really go, can't really go there. Shouldn't, likely go there if I don't want to have this other outcome, you know, it really helps. It's a protection measure for sure. Number two would be let go of the past. This is really hard because we are, who we are today is culmination of all of the life that we've lived in the past. So it's really hard to kind of be like, let that go. But, um, you know, they say that the worst ways to live your life is to be stuck in your past. Yeah. And so to, to, to constantly get back to it, remember past events and people and to be full of, re- oh, anyway, um, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. But some people always think that they could have done better 
if they had been different. They wish they would have done this. They wish they would have done that, that. But it's a vicious cycle, and we need to remember to step out of it, to live in the present, um, and just remember that that there really isn't, like, the past is kind of like, not really dead and gone, but just remember, like, it's used up. So what point is it to be living in that space when you can have something fresh and new and just from the moment moving forward? Right. But um, you accept your past with, with all the failures, mistakes, wrong decisions, and regrets. You Acceptance let it... is so huge, though, for real. Yeah. I mean, like, that has to be. To let go of the past, you really have to start with acceptance, for sure. Right. Um, and then let it go. There's no place for it in your bright future. Um, forget the unessential. Have a minimalist approach to life. Eliminate non-essential things and set your mind free. That's kind of hard. It, it, it when is. You're a- <laughs> you realize you, when you go to that space, you're like, oh, I actually am really attached to so many external things. Yeah, kind of like like hoarding in a way a little bit yeah and yet so when you're kind of have like this old <clears throat> mentality and you like you collect things or you want to hang on to them in case you need them again right that emotionally we do the same thing right. right forgive others forgive yourself forgive life for all the bad circumstances it puts you in then you can be thankful yeah right yeah that's that's how we become the person that we are we have to be thankful for that and then learn from it draw a lesson from every mistake you ever made and I think that that's really powerful, just yeah. knowing that you don't live with regrets if you at least learn from the things that you're you're doing, right? right. So Yeah, there's always a lesson to take for sure. All right, and then number three is decide for yourself, which when you've been relying on others to make <sighs> your decisions or, you know, like for me, I feel like, well, my kids determine my life because of their needs and right. their, you know... What's best Their for them. Their time trumps yours. Right. And so it does. Like we've talked about, it takes balance. It takes some, you know, maneuvering and and shifting things and being flexible. But deciding for yourself matters so much. Living consciously and being emotionally independent requires making reasonable, logical decisions. And most importantly, ones that you take on as your own. You know, so like I was talking to Alicia about some changes that... I'm going to make in my business moving forward. And, um, I've decided like what I need to keep and what I can let go and making those decisions for me to keep some things that are for me that I enjoy outside of my little medical complex children bubble world, you know? So I'm not going to let others, you know, decide for me or manipulate me or, you know, try and make me feel like I'm doing something wrong if they don't 100% consume every bit of my life because that's just not healthy. But I also have people in my world that want to tell me that that I shouldn't have any wants, needs, or desires outside of my medical complex children bubble. So, I but I do know that, that that's not about me and that that's about them and their challenges and insecurities and you know, and a need for control. We all have that. We all feel like if we can control other people, we'll be safe. But you have to decide for yourself and not allow yourself to be controlled by other people. Right. But then that also goes with our next one, not to, don't get too attached to people. Right. And that's really hard because I think for, 
for me, I as I was reading through this, and I've learned that I am a, a very um, big, I don't know the word, empath, right? right? I feel so, like I just want so much to have these big feelings, and I get attached to people, and... Um, and I'm, I feel very loyal, very dedicated, you know, those types of things. But when you get too attached to people, it it's kind of like that expectation thing. You know, when you have these big expectations, then you're going to get hurt. So it says, everyone loves his family, ki- kids, friends, pets, and relatives. But some people tend to get too attached to others. And that rarely ends well. Yeah. We do our best when we act as individuals and have our own point of view. So spare time to analyze your relationships with other people in your life and decide whether you are too dependent on someone. Yeah, it takes, takes uh, you know, making time for self-reflection, I think, is where we go wrong. And it goes back to that codependency. You know, it's just, it's really hard, like you said, when you allow other people to, you need that validation or you need that that sense of just being able to sit with yourself is so uncomfortable, right? Right. But that we have to be really careful on our attachments. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And then I love this one because I've learned so much on my journey about um, being 100% accountable, right? So number five is take full responsibility. And that's something you'll have to do one way or another um, if you want to be successful in your life. And, And you determine what success is. But for you to feel successful, you know, you're going to have to take responsibility for the life you've lived and choices you've made to this point and then ask yourself, so now what? So now what am I going to do? Um, and that is the way to emotional independence. So when we were talking with Portia, you know, a couple of weeks back and mm-hmm. that's what she says is it's not until you get real, um, accountable and take all that responsibility that yeah. you really have the opportunity to grow and move forward. Yeah, yeah. So it means that you become completely aware of your thoughts, actions, and feelings, just like we teach in the model, and you accept them as they are, and then you can take responsibility for how you feel. Because no matter what, you're the one who chose to feel that way. And when we say no matter what, other people can't make you feel anything. I mean, we're three years into telling you that. (laughs) So it doesn't feel true all the time, but you do always get to choose how you feel. And, you know, you have to remember that you're 100% responsible to what you say, how you look, how you react to things, how you feel, how you behave. That responsibility is where your power is because it's where you can create the change that you want to make to have emotional independence. Right. And then number six, accept judgment and criticism. And this is kind of hard because, you know, here we, we hear a lot about like, don't judge. And yet on this flip side, it's like people are going to have an opinion. They're going to want to tell you certain things. Right. Right. And I just, I know so much. It's like, you know, take what's, take what helps you and leave the rest. And I I just think a lot about that when it's like, okay, what's true? Because I haven't been good at that. I kind of take it all and I want to like, let it all attack my character. Let it all be about, you know, um, oh, what they're saying must be true. And that can be really painful. People love to talk about others and to point out their bad sides. They do it all the time. But how you are going to react is up to you. And, yeah, this is kind of a weak zone for me, for sure. Um, Whatever you do, there will be someone to judge it. We don't need to try and please everyone and answer people's expectations. 
Um, I know that every human being wants to be accepted by others and we feel good when they like us, but we are dependent um, on on other people's on other people's opinions, which when we're dependent, we're not creating our emotional independence, right? right? So we just need to remember to trust our own intuition, which is what I have spent literally the last year in therapy of just learning to trust my truth inside, right? And not believe everybody else, everybody else's truth. And so right. mine must not be, you right. know? Right. And that has been a really huge paradigm shift for me. And it's, it's an ongoing struggle every day to trust my gut, trust what I'm going to, I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to be confident. I'm going to just own it and figure it out. Yeah. Rather than relying on what other people say and think and do. But you can also, like you said, take any nuggets. If there is something that maybe feels pricky or whatever, and you need to assess that, then that's okay. You know, think about it and, and change things. If you need to take that criticism, if you know, but you always have to remember to consider the source. Yeah. That's really a big one when these things are happening is consider the source that it's coming from. Right, right. And rather than get defensive, we can express compassion, be kind, and show love. A lot of times that's what people need. And once they get that from someone, they're willing to give it back. And if they're not, that's okay. Like you still, like we've talked about, get to choose how you're going to show up in your life and who you want to be and how you feel good about, you know, showing up for other people and and how you can be proud of yourself I mean emotional independence so much is confidence in your ability to love yourself and show up as your authentic self yeah you know it's interesting I follow Mel Robbins on social media and I think she said that she heard it on a podcast or from someone else I can't remember where she said she heard it from but she feels very passionately about this concept of let them you know like if they want to judge you and criticize you let them if mm. they're going to exclude you or um, make choices that you don't agree with in life let them mm, I and need to write that on my mirror there's so much freedom in I mean ultimately what it's kind of ridiculous when you really think about it because you can't control other people anyway right <laughs> Like, you have to let them. Yeah. But if there's something that happens inside of you when you allow yourself to let go of control and give someone else permission to be exactly who they are. Yeah, that goes along with, a, I had a dear friend years ago tell me, give them what they want. Yeah. Like, they're going to just do da-da-da-da-da, you know? If they're like, oh, I'm, you know, and you hear them tell, you know, oh, I'm so fat. Oh, I'm so this. Oh, I'm so this. Like, yep, you are. Like, agree with them. Like, give them what they want. Yeah. So what? Now what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of feel, but it doesn't obviously go along with my nature of being an empath and worrying about what people think and feel. But that is definitely one of those things that it's just so much, so yeah. much to, to process. And as we continue to process these things and strive so hard every day for this emotional independence, we are just going to leave you with that and remind you that the quality, that the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. For sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> put all these thoughts into practice today, this week. Yeah. See if it helps you. Yeah. So this one, this joke that I'm going to share with you hits real close to home for me right now. Simply because Caden is potty trained, of course, but he has a really hard time wiping and getting himself all the way clean. Oh, okay. Right. So... 
anyways, that's kind of what's going on in my household is <laughs> a sore bum that doesn't get cleaned well enough by a bo- little boy who's really trying to learn how to wipe his own bottom well enough. Oh. Okay. So this is a funny joke for, for that concept today, right? Why couldn't the toilet paper cross the road? <laughs> <laughs> Something about skid. I don't know. Nope. It got stuck in a crack. <laughs> Okay, that's true. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times Brock's been like, look, I have a tail. Oh, Because, gosh. you know, we do the Hirschsprungs thing, yep. so we got all the poop problems. But yep. life so. is good. Anyways, that's what we have for you. We hope that you have a happy 4th of July, Independence Day today, and that you're enjoying your summer. And we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us on the Clarity Call. Please like and share it. And we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. Be sure to check out claritycallcoaching.com to join our weekly newsletter and sign up for your first free coaching session. You can also connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram as The Clarity Call and on Facebook as Clarity Call.